Check, check. Mic check. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mattis. Welcome, everybody. The Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Special MXDN edition. It's coming at you. It's Thursday, October 4th, noon Pacific. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support for the all year for this show. Really appreciate it. 702-586-7857. You got something on your mind? You want to talk about Motocross Nations? This weekend at Redbud, coming on up. The fourth time this race has been held in the USA. Unadilla, Bud's Creek, Lakewood, and now Red Bud. The world uh, motocross scene is coming to America, and we are going to have the Olympics of motocross this weekend at Red Bud. And I am flying out tomorrow morning, and I am looking forward to it. There is a Road to Recovery dinner on Friday night, MXDN Legends, that uh, will be there. There is the race on Saturday. There's the Pit Bike Disney's on Saturday night after qualifying, and then, of course, the race itself on Sunday. Looking forward to a good time at Red Bud. I like Team USA to finally break this six-year winless streak they've got going on this weekend, but what do you think? 702-586-7857. We are giving away a Fly Racing 9800 gear bag. It's a Fly Racing OGO gear bag 9800. And uh, we thank the folks at Fly Racing for making this show happen. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. 2019 gear out now. Of course, lots of different styles, lots of different uh, price points, lots of different colors. The FR5 uh, mid-level boot, two hinges on that thing. So if you're in the market for a uh, boot and uh, don't quite have the budget of, uh, of some of the higher-end ones, and check a look at that Fly FR5 boot. Uh, please do. They're very proud of it, and, and as they should be. Also, we want to thank the folks at ProTaper, ProTaper.com, JGR, Suzuki, Geico, Honda, Rockstar, Husky, all depending on ProTaper for their drive and control needs. Sprockets and bars and grips and levers and chains and you name it. ProTaper.com has got you covered that way. Uh, Thank you to those folks as well for making it happen. ProTaper.com. A lot of fast riders use ProTaper, and uh, the product fits right, and you know the name. You know they've been around for that long, So, uh, and there's no there's no reason why you shouldn't try it. Also, to get, 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 uh, Dan Truman will be on the show later today, as, as will Jason Thomas, and Dan Truman, getdata.it. There's only one solution to improve your bike's performance, and it's Git. Brand new engine controls units, ECUs, for two- and four-stroke off-road bikes. You'll feel like riding a totally different bike. Improved rideability. Maximize performance and through improved throttle response. Uh, Monster Energy Yamaha uses Get uh, along with seemingly half the teams in Europe. So please check out Get 
data.it and then on the Athena side they got big board kits everybody if that's what you if that's what you want to check out also too from your bike to your truck and almost everything in between with wheels Maxxis tires will have you hooking up pulling a whole shot beating your competition one of the world's most trusted tire brands Maxxis delivers high quality tire products to perform no matter the terrain or conditions if you don't believe me, just ask Jeremy McGrath. He helped develop the MXST tire line, and our own Chris Kiefer tested a little while ago, and, and yeah, really likes it. Much, much improved over past offerings from the folks at uh, Maxis. So, uh, again, thank you for uh, listening. 702-586-7857. Got a few lines open. Jason Thomas, Dan Truman are going to talk about the motocross donations at Redbud coming up this weekend, and there's certainly plenty to talk about. Uh, producing the show, holding things down, taking your calls. He's in the new studio for the first time. The Tits Legendary Tits, what's up? Check, check. How, check. how is it over there? Uh, I don't like it. Of course you don't. Change is scary. Yes, very scary. Wow. I don't have to look at you as much. I, 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 see, I would much rather be able to be looking eye to eye without you having to have it turn your head, but uh, whatever. <laughs> Well, actually, Marks likes it over there. Yeah, it's because he's not actually working. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying yeah. To, Good to point. Do... <laughs> that is an excellent point. He uh, he wants to not be seen because he doesn't. Yes, do neither good. seen nor heard. Right, right, right. Uh, well, you're gonna have to deal with it, bud. That's uh, that's it. And uh, this show's gonna continue into 2019. But there's been a request made by our own producer. Yes. And we are gonna honor that request. Although we did not have to. You did not have to. It probably would have been a deal breaker since you moved out into the middle of nowhere. Oh, middle of nowhere, uh, really? Yes, middle of nowhere. Okay, all right. Not anywhere near my neck of the, the old circle uh-huh. or the square. Yeah. Uh, yep. Would have been too hard for me to do this during work, driving all this way. It's like a 45-minute drive to anywhere. Oh, my maybe. God. Give me a break. It is not 45 <laughs> <Down>. minutes. <laughs> so I had to, we had to go an hour earlier, but I think you'll like it. So we are going to start next year's shows at 11 a.m. Pacific. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what's your thoughts on the MXDN this weekend, Tits? What are you thinking? I are you uh, into it? Are you excited? Are you into it? I am looking forward to it. Uh, from what I understand, it's actually going to be on live television on whatever station, CB- CBS Sports, C- CBS Sports. So yep. that would be very cool. I don't know if that's ever been done before, but uh, I don't know what, what. Do you know what local time it is? It should be done. I guess uh, I can Google it. It'll start it about nine, I think. PM? No, AM. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's not too bad. Um, so I, I'm I, looking forward to it. I went um, to my DVR to record it, and it says, I mean, the event's in the USA, which is a really big deal. Yes. Uh, and so people would, you'd think that that would be, I don't know, known by the folks at CBS. But I went to go record on my DVR, and it says last year, it says uh, two years ago in Italy. It says Majora, Italy, Motocross the Nation. <laughs> two years old. Maybe they're just going to do replay. It's like, I mean, good God, I hope not. Um, but th- it looks like they're going to cover all three motos. Very cool. With, and there's a 30-minute break in between, mm-hmm. so they have different shows in between, but the motos themselves are going to be live. Yeah, yeah, So uh, that'll be cool. Um, I don't know, Tits. You don't strike me as a, a motocross to nations guy. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, you're supercross only. Uh, I was it's usually dungy only, uh, whatever discipline that was, but uh, I am looking forward to the Red Bull straight rhythm. I know that's not this show, but right. just throwing that out there. Okay. No, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get our first guest on the line. We'll get some more calls taken up as well. 702-586-7857. As we mentioned, we're in a new studio here for the show. And, uh, part of the reason why that happened was because, uh, my buddy Zach, if you're in the market to purchase a new home in Nevada or Colorado, 
Uh, Zach at Plum Creek Funding uh, will help guide you through the process. He's got over 20 years of experience in this kind of stuff, and uh, he'll make sure you're on track to make your purchase and close on time. Likewise, if you already own your home, it may be time to mortgage for a mortgage tune-up. You may be able to eliminate PMI, take cash out or convert to a shorter term and save thousands in interest. Whether you run a janky radio show or a neurosurgeon, Zach has the knowledge and experience to make it happen. Uh, He's um, a great guy. And like I said, he really helped me out a lot. So Nevada or Colorado, he's got you covered in the mortgage department. 720-212-4685. Call or text him. And uh, yeah, 720-212. 212-4685. Uh, so thanks to Zach for uh, helping out. Thanks to Fly Racing, too. And uh, speaking of Fly Racing, uh, we got a boots on the ground there at uh, at Red Bud with our own Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Not too much. I'm literally standing on the track right now as we speak. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, this is really good for the updated uh, version of the Fly Throwing Racing. Throwing it out to a remote, remote reporter yeah. on scene, <laughs> yeah. the you know, yeah. live beat reporter. Yeah, I feel like WKRP right now. You're 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 less Nesman. <laughs> Back to you, Steve. <laughs> um, how's it look? How's the facility look? How's the track look? Talk about that. What, what are we? What's your initial thoughts on uh, on walking around that place? Uh, right now, it's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, the weather. It's kind of weird. It's it's was warm yesterday, warm this morning, but then uh, we had a a front come through, so it's actually dropped about ten degrees since this morning, which is kind of strange during the day. Uh, so it's pretty breezy, pretty chilly right now. Uh, but obviously the, you know, the big question will be, is it going to rain and how much rain will we get? Uh, the track is, I mean, it couldn't get any better right this second. So hopefully that just holds out. If we do get some rain, hopefully it's not some, you know, heavy debilitating rain, uh, because I think if we can just maintain what we've got, we're going to have one of the best tracks I think motocross nations has ever seen. How's the new start look in the pit lane and all that? Yeah, it's good. You know, it's, it's weird to see the, you know, the standard MXGP pit suite and the skybox and all of these, you know, uh, things we see on TV all the time, or if you've been to Europe, you've seen it there, to see it at a USA track. Uh, the start is shorter than I would have thought. Uh, you know, it, it barrels down into that right. Yeah. So yeah. I think, you know, the inside guys are definitely going to have an advantage because it's a shorter start and it's straight. it's a straight shot from the inside gate. So it's going to be that same old – MXGP style where the, you know, the fastest qualifiers and the, the guys that have a good day on Saturday are certainly going to have an advantage on Sunday. But I think it's going to be safer than the old start. Uh, this this Red Bud start is one that most riders kind of cringed at. It was really fast and then bend to the left, and, and it wasn't very often that we didn't see a crash there. And that's just part of motocross, but I think this will be less chance of a big pileup or a big crash, which is always good, especially for this event. 702-586, uh, oh, sorry, 702-586, Pulp. We're giving away a Fly Racing 9800 bag today. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like what MXGP does with their starts. Just don't like it. Yeah, I, I normally don't either. I, th- I do think this one is better, though, just because I know how sketchy the old one is, and, and I've been a victim of it before, and I've seen some big crashes, as, as have we in the past, uh, when people either crash at the first bend or they end up in the outside and flip through the through the banners and, and all kinds of craziness ensues. So I think that's going to be a plus, uh, especially I think we have a great team, and, and when you start to remove some of the variance, which a crazy start like that can bring, I think it I think it only helps Team USA to have a little bit of a more predictable start. Um, but I, honestly, my, my initial overview is that they've done a fantastic job with the facility. There are 
lots of viewing spots. There are all kinds of VIP tents that they have set up and that, you know, the promoters have built and sold. Uh, they've done a great job of manicuring the facility, you know, and I think that a lot of that is due to this time of the year. The weather's just perfect for this. The uh, trees are changing, and uh, I'm I'm really, really impressed with the job I've seen so far. And keep in mind, you know, no one's really here yet. You know, the, the gates just opened this morning. Campers are just rolling in, so it's it's really quiet around here at the moment, almost eerily quiet, but that's, that's going to ramp up in the next 24 hours, I would bet. Do they – does it look like they've done anything different with track prep? Because – uh, Ustream comes in and, and takes control of the track, I and mean, obviously they work with Tim Ritchie, the owner of the facility, and and all that. But they basically make they call the shots. Does it look disked and watered and and sandier as a U.S. race? Anything different well, there? They, they've had a lot of rain this week, so I don't think they've had to really water it. Okay, uh, but I it to me it looks like they've tried to basically steal it at the moment. It's it's not disked at all. Okay, it's basically been steamrolled. So I think with the anticipation, there was a there was a pretty heavy chance of rain last night, which I think we avoided. And then uh, tomorrow and Saturday, we're at about 60%. So I think they're trying to take every precaution if we do get that rain that it'll just run off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think at the last minute, uh, you know, maybe Saturday or Sunday, you're going to see them, them disc it up super deep. But at the moment, it seems like yeah. they're more in, in prep mode and ready for any rain that may come than anything else. Something I'm a little worried about that we – we touched on a little while ago. So at the at the national this year, like four two fifty Fs did the leap all day, and uh, and most of the four fifties did, and they've changed that thing over the years uh, one way or another. Now, uh, nations the there's four fifties and two fifties on the track at the same time. It's a little sketchy. I really believe that. Um, did they make it easier? Did they do change that leap from what you saw? Anything different there? You know, the, the one thing I did notice, uh, I'm, I'm actually walking over there now just to take a second gander at the turn before it, but what I really did notice was that the landing is massive. So I think there's going to be a pretty big penalty if you don't jump it. And whether that's good or bad, I don't know. Obviously, the 250, if Plessinger can consistently do that thing, that may be a great advantage for him over the rest of the 250 guys because, remember, he was he was one of those guys on that fast star bike that could make jumps like that. Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out, but uh, with the turn, let me get a get a good I, look. I really thought they, over now. yeah, I thought they, I really thought they'd tame it down and make it easy for pretty much everyone to do it. But I guess not, not if the landing's that big. Yeah, so it looks like they've got some. The turn is pretty pretty deep down there, and it's not that that sweeping turn anymore. It's just a one eighty at the bottom. Uh, so we're going to have to see. It looks like they might have some sort of roller in there before it. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. But, yeah, it def- they definitely changed the turn. It's not that fast sweeper where, you know, we saw Baggett had that huge get-off last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Or, I'm sorry, in July. So it's, it's a 180 now, which I think there's going to be a little bit more run. But from where I'm standing, it looks like there might be a roller in front of it. So we'll see how that oh, shapes okay. up. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But, yeah. Yeah, but the one the one big change that I did notice is the landing. The landing has been, has been raised up, I'm going to say, a good 10 feet. Uh, hmm. And it kind of slopes down now. So instead of just a landing, it's almost a, a, a hill and then a downside after it. Yeah, yeah. So they've definitely made some significant changes to the jump overall. How that plays out on their bikes, we'll have yeah. to see. But they definitely changed it quite a bit. Right, right. Anything else different that you can see? Anything else? Oh, I know what they did uh, on top. A lot of it's... Yeah, they didn't make it go yeah, on top after start. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of it's the same. Um, they did make some, some subtle changes here and there. The section... Uh, in the middle, after yeah. you do the big uh, step up, yeah. they've changed that a bit where you come down. 
Uh, they, you know, the incident, the turn where the incident happened between Baggett and Andrews. Yeah, yeah, they got rid of that, right? Seventeen. Yeah. Yep, that turn's gone. Yep. So it's kind of a fast leaper into the tabletop. So if anything, the track looks shorter. Uh, I think the lap times are going to be, let's say, anywhere from ten to twenty seconds shorter, just mm-hmm. from what I've, I've seen here. Uh, and I don't, I, obviously, that was there's a reason for it. I'm not quite sure, but you can tell that they've actually cut some sections out mm-hmm. uh, that were in even, you know, just in July. So right, we'll right. see. Okay, let's uh, let's go to the phone calls here. Jason Thomas on the line. First up is uh, is David. What's up, David? How are you? This is Giuseppe, and I'm letting you know we are going to rule the world on Sunday. Giuseppe Luongo on the line right now. Uh, <laughs> y- good luck, Giuseppe. It's on America. Good luck. You're going to need it. Hey, this is, hey, hey, we're going to win, Steve. We're going to win. <laughs> hey, I've got a question for you. Since this, with uh, Jason being a location, the interest level for this pulp show, uh, moto show, moto show just went through the roof, like when he said yeah. he was on location. He's on location, right. So my question is for JT, but it pertains to you, for you. JT, do we or don't we get wash bays so Steve will have clean kicks on Saturday? There are wash bays. I've already seen them. Oh, yeah, no, wash bays are a standard at MXGPs. Every yep. single one, they have it. I actually uh, have they be, seen them just about well, is that, is that a permanent fixture? Or is that something they bring and they take away with them? Uh, yeah, they they well, bring it they bring it with them, or I don't know how they quite do it. But the well, promoter. It's interesting because yeah. it could be a permanent thing here because to do it they had to build plumbing to go all the way, you know, like a, a water line to go all the way over to where they are because yeah. they the the water spigots are coming out of the ground now. Oh, so okay. I don't see why. I mean, all the the only difference between what would be now and what they would have at the Nationals, they just need some barriers to, you know, basically section them off. Right. Uh, oh, the hard awesome. part of laying, awesome. laying all the pipes to get the water over there has been done. Yeah. Well, there we yeah, go. Steve knows, about, Steve, Steve knows about laying pipe. Oh, yeah, I do. Hey, You're uh, absolutely right. Hey, and this is a question for a uh, uh, general question. I, You know, I'm a Vitard. So uh, I, our, when, I, when we go to these Nationals, are we going to have free roam at the MXDN like we do the Nationals at Redbud? Was that, you know, been reading the forums and all that, like we're not supposed to, about how they quarantine us off in certain areas to make the TVs look, make it look better on TV? Are we going to have free roam? Because I know they don't have beer sales, uh, but you can't go in with a cooler at Redbud this, for the MXDN with beer. Uh, that's different. Are we still going to be able to walk around the outside of the perimeter and anywhere inside JT or, or, or is? Yeah, I don't. I don't. If if you're camping, you can like go in hell with beer you want. Yeah, I no, think... no, no, no. Inside, inside the track area. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they will have places to buy alcohol and inside this area. I, I really will be surprised at, at, if they don't have alcohol or beer stands somewhere yeah. here. But, that wasn't uh, my question. Like, no, no, he, no, he means he means JT. He, JT. He means like, can you wander around? Which I'm sure yeah. you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah. getting yeah. to that. I was getting to that. I'm, I'm from where I'm looking. Everything is set up to go wherever the heck you want because there's tunnels right. under every jump to crisscross yeah. all over the track. So, if you wanted to go up on the hill where that section got taken out, there's a tunnel that leads there. If you wanted to go over to the catapult jump right after the uh, the downhill ski jump, there's a tunnel that leads over there. So. I personally don't see so where you wouldn't really be able to get to. Yeah. It yeah. still has all access, like the national. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll, it'll, there, there'll be more VIP uh, tents around, but yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, and those are all, those are all cordoned off. Like, but as far as like getting to where you want to go, I don't foresee that being a problem at all, looking at what I'm looking at. 
All right. right on. I was hoping I was just hoping it wasn't going to turn into going hell on what they sell when they try to sell air. Yeah, uh, no, I don't think so. Section. Hopefully not. Yeah. Well, well, perfect. Well, thanks, guys. Hopefully, I'll see, we'll see you Saturday and Sunday wandering around. All right, sounds good, man. Thank you. Um, yeah, it. Uh, look, what are you guys doing, by the way, JT? What is WPS slash Fly Racing doing for this? So we uh, we actually bought. I think we're one of the biggest sponsors of the event. To be honest, uh, we have our brand new race semi that we uh, acquired. Well, we might have just lost JT. Yeah, we lost him. He's out. He's gone. This interview is over. <laughs> Give him a call back and see what happens. Yeah, WPS has a big, uh, big presence there for sure. So um, uh, we'll get him back on the line shortly. Thanks to FlyRacing.com and uh, Get Pro Taper uh, Max's Tires as well, and of course Zach at Plum Creek Funding seven two zero two one two four six eight five. Need help with your mortgage in Colorado or Nevada? Uh, yeah, it does sound like the leap is is. Got a bumper for it, which makes it harder for 250F. So then, and the landing is big. So maybe they have just said, hey, if you're on a 250F, you are not going to do this leap. And uh, and 450s, you can. And to me, that's a little dangerous for sure. You're going to have a lot of dudes um, uh, potentially having issues with lappers and things like that. All right, JT is back. Uh, all right, JT, what, uh, what, what are you guys doing? You got your new semi there? Yeah, so we have the brand-new semi for Supercross, and uh, we wanted to step up big for this event. It only comes around so often. So, you know, we have our dealer hospitality, which I spent four or five hours this morning organizing all the dealer packages to make sure they're squared away. And then uh, we've been setting up our awnings and tables, and we're going to have food and drinks and all kinds of stuff for our dealers. And honestly, we're right next to the start straight, so I don't know how much of a better spot you can get than what we have. We uh, I mean, Obviously, we, you know, we... We are definitely paying uh, for, you know, our location, but at the same time, they really, really took care of us on where they put us. So I'm, I'm super excited on what we have to offer for viewers. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, so if you're a uh, fly racing dealer, you can sign up or sell a certain amount and get in there and get their food and, and, and catered and, and all of that. So it sounds, sounds like a good idea for, for dealers. Yeah, it's honestly, I'm pretty blown away at where we are. I didn't even think this would be a possible location. Uh and if you look at, you know, other vendors uh, in the area, we were definitely looked after. So, like, like you said, it's, it's exciting. Uh, we, haven't, we haven't been here in, you know, uh, eight years. So, man, I, I don't know. Like, I, I know what, we, what our presence was last year, or sorry, eight years ago at the last time the Motocross Nations in America and, and where the brand has come from then and to see our presence now. And it kind of really all kind of sets in when you look at it and, and see what we're what we're able to bring forth at a race like this eight years later. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Of course, we've got Thunder Valley and Bud's Creek that were uh, recently in in Unadilla in 87. Fourth time it's been held on U.S. soil. So, uh, and USA has won the previous three times. Uh, another phone call for you, JT. Let's get uh, to Derek. Derek, what's up? You want to talk about Team Canada? Yeah, I just uh, I actually think this is going to be their year, the best they've ever done, and I wanted to hear what you think about that. You know what? It could be. Uh, it could be. Tyler Medaglia had a great year this year. He won a national for the first time in eight years. He won a 450 national, which is awesome. Uh, Jess Pettis has been on a roll. It is simply his year this year. He rose to a new occasion. And Fasciati, when he's on and motivated, um, and he's riding pretty well, uh, he can do pretty well. JT, you're, you're actually high on Team Canada this year for once. I am high on Team Canada. I think this is uh, this is a good opportunity for them. You know, they 
they're getting to ride bikes that they're comfortable with, right? Because they're it's close to Canada. They're not having to deal with all the craziness that has plagued them in the past with borrowed bikes and just uh, you know sometimes they show up and it's just a mess, right? We've we've seen that happen to them before. They have a really solid team. They have, you know Fasciati is on the team, which you know we know his success in the past few years and how well he is riding. Medaglia is coming off a top ten finish in the mud in Indiana just you know six weeks ago, and then you have the MX2 champ. So when you pile all that together on in conditions and time zones and tracks that they're somewhat used to, and they they may have all ridden, I'm not sure if Pettis has ever ridden here, but it's going to be familiar territory for them, and they're not going to feel out of sorts. And I think that's something that has really plagued them in the past is just inexperience. And you know, I, I think they get a you know their eyes get big when they get to an event like this. But I think having it in the states and having it at a track that they know and and with a strong team is going to really help them. And also, too, another thing, Derek, uh, no Denmark, no slow um, – uh, where the hell is guys are from? Slovenia. Slovenia? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Slovenia, no uh, Finland, uh, although Canada mostly has Finland covered. There's a few countries. The point is is there's, there's a few countries not, not showing up, uh, which will help Canada also. So I think, they're, I think they'll be in the top ten. Oh, man, that'd be, that'd be a great ride. I think they can, they can finish in the top ten, which, which would be pretty good. Their best ever, Derek, is sixth, I believe, in 86 in Italy. I think I thought it was like oh seven oh eight. They tied their best or something. Well, I thought that happened again, but I, think I actually they, I think yeah. they could probably. I don't know the top five. I, I thought their best was an eighth, but so yeah. Um, either way, either way, yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. Through. Their their Vulcan Squad ride where Team USA didn't go that year was pretty good with JSR Blair and and someone else. That was pretty good too. Also, you're right. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I'm looking forward to it, man. You going? I was supposed to be, but ended up canceling the plans a week ago. Oh, so I'm pretty well, bummed on that. You're going to miss the pit bike designations also. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, buddy. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Uh, 702-586-7857. We still have a fly race and 9,800 gear bag to give away. Uh, I am the team manager for the pit bike designations. I'm only really worried about Goldie. Uh, JT, that's it. I'm really worried about Galdi being a sober and 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 having a speed. Well, can we talk a little bit about the drama you're already dealing with? You've had rider substitutions and more rider substitutions. Yes, yeah. A political battle. I, I did. I did. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a very smooth uh, first weekend out for you. <laughs> well, I really, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't, I have no comeback for that. You're absolutely right. I had a, an injury take out one of my guys, and then I named another rider to the team, except he was then not allowed to race by his real team. Um, and then now I had to, I, I reached in with Dylan Wright, and he's in. So that's good. Uh, but you're right. It's been, it's been a pain in the ass. I don't even want to be a team manager anymore. <laughs> um, All the, I can tell you is that Carson Brown is going to lay the woods to you guys. Wow. Okay, but there's three guys, so we, you know, I mean. Like, oh, sorry, we have Bill Poto too. Yeah. Oh, uh, you definitely going to be you the think weak he, link. You think he's really going to, uh, you know, be be ready for this? I have a feeling that Ryan Bill Poto will be pretty decent on a dirt bike. Yes. Uh, Any dirt bike you want to throw at him, I feel like he would be fairly decent. Uh, breaking news in terms of Canadian motocross just came across. Kevin Benoit announces retirement. What? No yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah, that he's was not very old. That was no, he's not. That was the that, there was a word going around about that that he was going to do that. He just injuries a lot, and uh, yeah, just wasn't into it anymore. So you know what? I, you know what I've learned? You can never predict what a French Canadian is going to do. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Can't maybe do so. It. There is no, there is there is no way to 
you know, get in their head or predict what they're going to do. I've just raced too many of them over the years and, and always wondered what the guy was thinking, and I've never figured it out. Uh, yeah, Kevin, especially. 702-586-757. Got a few lines open. All right, so talking about the main race, JT, is there any buzz out there uh, that you've heard about the racers and riders and hurlings and USA and, and anybody else that you've kind of gathered uh, some information from? The only thing I've gotten so far was that uh, there were some, some Brit guys from the, I don't know if they were Team Britain or I, I'm assuming they were, but some of the mechanics over there were claiming that Hurlings was going to lay the beat down to everybody. That was okay. that was his, <laughs> his uh, what he was planning on doing and all he really cared about with this weekend was showing everyone who the man was. So we'll see. I don't, that doesn't mean anything, right? He probably doesn't even know those guys, but there's already smack talk going on. It's only Thursday and, oh, and it's already boy. getting wound up. And now JT's going to go to jail in South Bend for beating up some Englishmen. <laughs> Right. No, no, it wasn't even said to me. I was just, it was all right. You know, the rumors are spinning up. Like, uh, there's, you know, the American versus GP side is already getting wound up. No one's even here yet. People are trying to get passes. And I'm sure even in the line to get passes, people are already saying who's better. And and I still haven't got a definitive answer from you yet. Yeah, no, I I think they split the motos, but USA wins. Hurlings is a bad dude, for sure. Uh, But uh, who's going to start on the inside? Who's going to start on the outside? Where's the team standing when the race is on? Uh, Et cetera, et cetera. Lots of things in play, you know? So... um, but but Hurlings is a bad dude for sure. As as is uh, as is Eli Tomac. Um, what about Team Australia? Well, I talked about them on Monday uh, in our in our review pod. Also, we talked our preview pod. I should say. I really think they're sleepers a little bit. I I, I talked to Burner a little bit. Uh, my team manager, he's stoked on these guys. Um, Australia may open some eyes. Yeah, I saw the team Australia brass at the Welcome Center maybe a say an hour ago, hour and a half ago. Uh, I did not bring up Chad Reed. No, uh, yep, if good idea. Wondering that, good idea. Bring that up. Uh, but yeah, they're they're quietly confident. I think they're they're happy with the team they have. Uh, you know, whether it's the best team they could ever draw up, who knows? But I think they're they're happy with who they have, and they're happy with the situation they're walking into. So, as we know, they're you know they're the dark horse of this thing and the sleeper that you know maybe they maybe they're not going to win, but if they show up with a podium on Sunday afternoon, there's going to be a lot of people in that camp saying, I told you so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it should be good to see. Uh, what time will Chad put out a tweet that trolls the team a little bit? As soon as the as soon as soon something bad happens to one of them. Okay, all right, okay. So could be Moto <laughs> 1, could be practice, something, right? We don't quite yeah, know. And you hope that, you know, he's he's grown up a lot in the time that I've known him, and we're not as close as we used to be, but you hope that, Deep down, he's going to be cheering for his country to do well, even with the differences that they've shared on this event. Uh, but you never know. I mean, I, that's what you hope. But you hope that if they do well or don't do well, that he'll kind of, you know, let them do their thing and, and not get into a, you know, he said, she said on, on race day. You know what would be awesome, JT, this weekend? What would be uh, a really cool thing? Um, if Antonio Caroli just comes out and wins a moto. Yeah, you know, I think – it was certainly one of those things that I had penciled, like just a weirdo battle, you know, weekend where everybody has Tomac and Hurlings on their radar and then Kyroli comes out and does it. I'm a little worried about his injuries, though. You know, he, he yeah. missed yeah. Uh, his home his home GP. He, he didn't ride, which should tell you something there. Uh, so I just don't know how healthy he's going to be or, you know, but obviously if he gets a whole shot, he's one of the best riders in the field. So it's certainly possible. But now I've kind of shifted that to Roxon 
in, in that where no one's really talking about him, kind of coming in with, with no real hype, but we know that it's there's some real tension between he and Hurlings that goes way back, right? So both of them, whether they've said it or not, both of them want to beat each other really badly at this race. So yeah, it's one of yeah. those events where we, we, we could be watching for a hurlings Tomac you know, war and we get a Roxon win or a, a Cairoli win and you're just like, dang, yeah. I wouldn't even pay attention to those guys. You know, that's, that's, that happens at this race so often. Yeah, I mean, look, there's, uh, there's three motos. One of them is an MX2, MX3 moto. And I don't know who's going to win that. I think it would be one of the MX3 Barsha? guys. For me, it would be Barsha. Barsha? Yep. Okay. Uh, I just don't know. The only question I have is is what kind of start can Prado or Plessinger pull? Uh, I just don't know. I I think those are Ferrandis, obviously, too. Um, but I look for Prado to start top five. I really do. I think they'll give him the inside gate by all means. And I think I do, even on a 250, I think that bike is so good and he's such a great starter that he will be in the top five on the start. And then it's going to be, let's see what he can do. You know, this, this track isn't a, you have to have a 450 to go fast type track. I think he'll be able to go fast because it's, you have to be super precise in the turns and that's great for a 250 riding. I don't know what kind of start Plessinger is going to get. Um, you know, that's the age old question of, do they put him on the outside or the inside? And that's, I don't, I wouldn't want to be Roger DeCoster making that decision. And if you're on the outside, you know, it's going to be difficult for Plessinger to make passes uh-huh. you know, on a, when you come out of the turn, even side by side, you know, the 450 is going to pull you to the next straightaway. And that's, that's a difficult dynamic to deal with. Um, can so Bar- I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah. I think a 250 could win, but for me, Barsha is, is the favorite. If, you know, if I had to put money on it, I'd take Barsha to win that moto all day. Can Barsha win a MX one moto? I'm going to say no. Uh, I think Roxon Roxon's a little better than him. Uh, Tomac for sure. Hurlings for sure. Cairoli, I would say on most days, yes too. So that's four guys that I think have the edge on him. Uh, so you're, yeah, if you're going to say he's going to beat all four guys that, that I would say are a little better than him, that's, that's tough. You left out Fasciati. <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. Uh, JC, Jason Thomas on the line. Dan Truman coming right up here. Fly race and moto 60 show. A few more phone calls. Uh, let's go to Wes. Wes, what's up, man? How are you? Hey guys, what's happening? How's it going? Thanks Good. for having the Moto Sixty show back, Steve. Yeah, a couple of weeks off, man. Well, yeah, no, we we skipped a few on the on the uh, during the nationals, so we figured we better bring it back for one uh, for for MXDN in America. It's worth it to have a show. Definitely, so stoked for this weekend, uh, man. You know, JT, to your point about about rocks and um, you know and. and I, don't you think, uh, you know, we're going to see, obviously, Eli and Hurlings just battling it out. And, you know, you can't forget about Barsha. He, he might not he might not pull a, pull a, you know, a first out. But, you know, he's one of those guys. He seems to kind of lurk a lot. And, uh, you know, I could see him could see him squeezing up there and, and, and maybe making something happen. Uh, Roxon, so excited to see him uh, come back. Obviously, we, like you just mentioned, he's, he's got a little something going on there with uh, – with hurling, so, mm-hmm. yeah. so that could uh, that could make it really exciting. But uh, JT, real quick, on uh, I hit you up on Instagram a few months ago about some camo gear. I thought we'd uh, maybe be seeing some USA uh, camo stuff, or uh, is that uh, have you heard anything about that? Well, the difficult part is we don't have a fly guy on Team USA, so we certainly had ideas. We had 
you know, uh, gear drawn up, and we were ready to, to hit go on it. But, you know, we have to have a guy on the team to do that. So uh, we do have some really cool uh, USA-themed shirts for our dealers that show up. But, you know, we're going to uh, we're gonna have to leave it to the other brands out there to, to carry it for us as far as our, our riders' gear. Do you have anybody in the in the race itself, JT? I should probably know this, but do you have any Euros? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yep, uh, Jose Patron, who's been with us basically his whole career, yep. is, a, is a Team Spain mainstay. Um, who else we got? Uh, I have to look at the list, but I, I know there was like three or four guys in the race that we okay. have. I just right. can't remember the offhand. Right. Okay. Uh, Tanel Leak. Tanel Leak is a fly oh, racer as well. Leak, nice. Um, there you go, West. <laughs> um, yeah, camo stuff. I, I guess we'll see what the what the A stars and uh, and um, uh, the, the the Thor have planned. So awesome, you know. So guys, I'm I'm heading out to the Monster Cup from the East Coast, and I've been hearing all these these just gnarly stories about guys losing their bikes in the out of the back of their trucks, and it's happened to so many guys as we know this year. Got me a little bit spooked. Um, I have a short bed truck, so I'm not actually going to have the gate up. Can you uh, give me some tips as to locking that bad boy down so I don't lose it? I mean, just buy the put biggest in your hotel room. Yeah, put in your hotel room. There we go. <laughs> put a big chain on it. I, yeah. I would not leave it in the back of my truck. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, it's that bad out there, huh? Well, it's, I don't. I think. Well, it's, just anywhere. Yeah, it's not anywhere. Vegas. It's just. Um, you coming to the live show, Wes? Friday night. That's the plan, Steve. Me oh. and my buddy gonna oh. haul it out there. Awesome. Hundred miles. Thespacelv.com. Come check us out. JT will be there. So thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like a lot of fun. Can't wait. Enjoy the races this weekend, guys. All right. Thanks, Wes. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thank, you. Thank you. Yeah, it'll it'll uh, it'll be exciting. Thespacelv.com. Friday night, six to seven thirty. Tits, you gonna be there? I will be out of town. Otherwise, I would have oh, been okay. there. JT, can we talk? Would have already asked you for a ticket. He would have asked me for tickets for sure. Oh, come and on. Can we talk about Tits texting you at 5.30 a.m. about snow goggles? <laughs> it was actually 5.51 a.m. 5.51 uh, a.m., Tits. JT wakes up early. I was actually up at like 4 a.m. that <laughs> day, so I, I practiced for I wasn't straight. Like he, is, he is right about that. Fly snow goggle like. question. I got to know right now. <laughs> I, I'm Good. not going to text you anymore if you're going to divulge all these secrets about all the questions I'm asking you. Oh, God. Uh, all right, one more call here for JT, and then Truman is on the line. Uh, ben, what's up? Hi, uh, this is Ben. I was uh, just had a serious question. Yeah. Didn't know if maybe one of the guys on our Pit Bikes Designations teams gets hurt. Would JT throw a leg over a Pit Bike on Saturday night? Uh, possibly. I'm, I'm doing the, uh, the Racer TV show with, with Wygan, and, and I think there's quite a few of us that are going to pitch in on that. I don't have my gear here, which would pose a problem, but I, I mean, honestly, I don't think anybody would win in that situation. I, I don't think USA would win if I did that, but I'm, <laughs> I'm always down for the cause. Like, uh, I'm not going to leave the USA hanging. These colors don't run. Wow. <laughs> That's listen, what I like to hear. <laughs> listen, I mean, it doesn't matter who's, uh, who's doing it. Canada is going to take the win with, behind my management skills. So. Well, you know Perfect. what's funny is, is Steve, Steve and I, my early – motocross of nations days with steve like right after i had retired we used to sit around because a lot of these races if we go to say you know um germany was the first year that i had retired that i went to the event right after i stopped racing and, and steve and i were there and and we don't take an alternate to this event so if uh if something happens and a guy gets hurt a la alex martin breaking his foot or jeremy martin excuse me breaking his foot on saturday we're screwed 
So we were kind of laughing about what was the pecking order of who yeah. would be ultimate. How you know, far down? Coster. Right. Yeah, the coster was. At, I think the coster was ahead of me, and he was like 67 years old at the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it gets interesting. You start drawing up what the contingency plans are. I yeah. think I was top five on the list, yeah. but yeah. none of it was good. Someone was there as a coach, and we thought they might be better than you, but then you were in right after that or something. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> hey, Ben, do you want the uh, Fly Race in 9800 gear bag? Sure, that would be great. All right, stay on the line. Thank you for calling the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. All right, man? Thank you so much. No problem. All right, JT, we're going to let you go. Live from Red Bud, uh, Jason Thomas. Uh, thanks, buddy, and we'll see you uh, Friday night. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow night. Can't wait. Prime yeah. rib. Uh, well, no, I called Stan, and he said you're out. You're not allowed in. <laughs> right. So, okay. Call, all Sounds right. good. See you. All right, see you. Jason Thomas, everybody, Fly Racing, uh, Maxis, Pro Taper, and Git. Get, get. Uh, we thanks to those guys as well. ECUs for two and four strokes, of course. And uh, speaking of get, we got the, our man on the line right now to preview the Disnations, among other things. Dan Truman, what's up, Dan? How are you? I just got some last minute requests from uh, Team Brazil renting some bikes, so I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> gathering some parts together for them. I swear to you, on my on my sheet, Dan. Questions for you. <laughs> MXDN support for Get, and I have a uh, question. So, <laughs> how, lot, how has that man. been going? How has that been going? Well, the problem is, is a lot of these guys don't ship over bikes, so they're renting bikes or borrowing bikes. You know, the, yeah. the lower budget teams, Brazil, Venezuela, teams uh-huh. like that. So, yeah, we're supporting all those teams. Uh, a lot of calls this week. I'm like, you know. I'm going to map your ECU for you. What kind of mods you got? Oh, I don't know. I've never seen the bike yet. Oh, okay. Perfect. All right. What are the the odds you help with a top-end teardown for some weirdo country? Oh, man. That's good. The good good news is is, – Venezuela, I helped them out. They're going to be pretty good. And Brazil, them are them are my two main, uh, you know, South American teams. Uh-huh. So, uh, we should be okay. I think we've gotten it dialed in the last week or so. Well, but it's pe- been pretty hectic. I mean, obviously, Monster Yamaha runs get over here in America, and you help out with a lot of teams, JGR as well, and and you've helped Pro Circuit over the years, and, and lots of teams dabble in it. But in Europe. Get ECUs are everywhere. So yeah, uh, in in Europe it's big. You know, uh, obviously Lapino in Italy and um, a lot of the teams there. All all of the smaller teams, uh, most of the factory teams. So yeah, with this being uh, mainly European riders, it's uh, yeah. I'll be pretty busy. Uh, our uh, our engineer from Italy that goes to all the races, he won't be attending. Uh, he's okay. like, oh, no, you'll be good. I'm like, Perfect. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Enrico. I got it. <laughs> and uh, Eduardo is going to be there from Get. Let's lock down the pulp deal for 2019 while we're at it late, yeah. late one night. We'll get that done. Let's we'll um, do it like a, a Saturday night maybe. Do you? Uh, by the way, do you have anything for a TTR 110 I could sneak on the bike <laughs> for, the Disney, for the Pit Bike Disnations? No, no. Okay. You need more than that. You're you're doomed. What do you mean? I, I, look, if we, I'm just looking for a podium spot here, Dan. That's it. I'm just looking for a podium uh, spot. Yeah, you could podium. I think the win's out of the question. But. Carson Brown, Villapoto, and Willie Browning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, th- I don't even think RV's got a race. I don't know how they're doing the scoring, but Browning and Carson Brown should have this handled. Yeah, all three motos count. So that's uh, uh, you know, I'm a little worried about Galdi. Ryan Gold is one of my selections, but but the other two should be should be good. Very rarely would you say Ryan Villapoto is the weak link. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He, he is the weak yeah. link. I can't wait to get my little get uh, power booster thing 
pack you're bringing for me? <laughs> it's called a jump starter. Jump starter. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's good. Uh, we've actually just started releasing it, and and I've been getting hit up by everybody, but uh, it's pretty cool, man. It'll jump. It'll obviously charge your phone. It's about the same size as an iPhone. Yeah. But it'll jump start anything. Uh, any motorcycle, jet ski, UTV, yeah. up to a up to a three liter car. So uh, I think the KTM six days guys are going to put them in their backpack. So in case you know something happens, yeah. they can jumpstart their bikes, and it's pretty awesome. You know, with a retail price of only a uh, hundred dollars, it's pretty it's pretty good. Yeah, sweet. I can't wait. Looks looking forward to it. And also, too, Dan, I have been sending you a ton of big bore requests. Athena, of course, a sister company to get. People yeah. are into the moods for for big boars in late late fall. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I get the request, and then I also get the same question. Hey, do you sell it without the Athena writing on the side of the cylinder? Yeah, yeah. It's obviously yeah. not legal. And I said no. You know, all of them are stamped. But yeah, it's it's been crazy. The two stroke side is coming back, yeah. uh, it, as we've all seen from right. videos from the pros and stuff. And and uh, yeah, we're huge huge in the two stroke market with CDIs for the two strokes uh, as well as the four stroke ECUs. And yeah, I mean, business has been really good for us. I know you. Paul talks with us. He's been at Intermont Show in, mm-hmm. in Germany, and, and we'll do the AIM Show next week. And uh, business has been really good. So Right on. Good to hear. And if anybody wants something from Get, email me, contact me through the show site, and uh, and uh, I will pass it on to Dan, and uh, you'll get a discount just for listing. So uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 Show, Dan Truman. All right, Dan, before we get into Dis Nation's talk, uh, my people that are close to JGR seem to think this Chad Reed deal can get done. And it's going to get done. Obviously, he's doing Monster Cup for the team. Um, what do you know? What do you think for Supercross 19? I think that uh, it can get done. Um, it's in. It's getting closer. But it's for sure not done yet. But yeah. it is getting closer. Um, I think the biggest surprise was that he had speed again, which he didn't have last year <laughs> okay. ever. Yeah. I mean, as it, crazy as that is, a sa- it I mean, does he never sound was, crazy, right? Yeah. But he was never fast last year, you yeah. know. But he was dealing with a lot, and then in the last few weeks, he's actually been really, really fast, and and he's in really good shape. So I think that was something that a lot of people were like, okay, he brings value to the team for his name and who he is and things, but now he's actually fast, so that brings even more value. Yeah. So um, with that being said, I, I do think it can happen. It's just they're in a tough spot. You know, with the 250 being a brand-new bike for next year, mm-hmm. their focus was getting, you know, four guys for the 250 program, and they already have Weston and Justin. So yeah. um, it, it's not as easy as people think, oh, just put them on the team, give them a bike. It's just not that easy. There's so much behind-the-scenes stuff and, you know, test bikes. And, right. But, yeah, I mean, he's been putting huh? in the work every week, and I think it can happen. I really do. You think you can so. podium in the Monster Cup? I do. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that – is tough at that race is there's no whoops, which is something that he's good at, mm-hmm. so it doesn't separate as much, but his starts have been good. We've seen in Indiana, obviously, you know, yeah. however you want to look at it, starts were pretty good. Um, Bogle was very good on that bike on starts. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he could, and I don't know what kind of hangover from motocross the nations the guys like barsha and tomac will have coming in you know i know they've been focused on this event so i think that could hurt him a little bit you know those guys which would help chad right so. um yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens does he ever say hey my foot this or my foot that or how are we at no, with that no i mean he took a lot of time off i mean he didn't ride from supercross basically until you know a few weeks before indiana and that's really what he needed during supercross he needed to just take that time off so he's he's not dealing with any injuries. Um, I think that you know podiums obviously the goal, but he, either way he's going to be closer to that front group than he was at Supercross. 
You know, you never seen that. You never seen that flash of speed last year, which was the hardest thing for him. He just never had it, and he never blamed the bike or anything like that. It was just himself. He was never in shape. He was underprepared. Yeah. And uh, I think we'll see. I think we'll see a better Chad Reed, if nothing else. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You want to talk about Chad Reed or other motocross nations? Give us a call. Fly Race and Moto City Show presented by Pro Taper Get and Maxis. Um, give me a percent, Dan, on if you th- how much you think this happens. Chad, Chad Reed and JGR Supercross nineteen. I'd say it's 70%. Okay. That's kind of what I yeah. get from my people I talk to, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I've been helping with uh, with working with Jeremy and obviously Chad and, and David Evans and all their guys, and we have some, you know, there's been companies that have reached out that have helped Chad for many years that said, hey, what can we do to help out? Yep. Um, you know, but you just, it's not as easy as just bringing on a sponsor. You know, there's so many conflicts with, with NASCAR sponsors and already current team sponsors. You know, it's not like, you know, you can just bring in some company that they might already have a competitor, you know, a competing sponsor so uh, but yeah i mean there has been money and uh, at the end of the day it's chad is doing everything he can to be there i mean he's going back and forth to north carolina every yeah. week to, which is something that they were very surprised on you know when they worked with james it wasn't that easy and you know chad they've only heard things about chad and they just assumed that it was hard and he's been he's been pretty open to just i'll do whatever you know which yeah. has been good for them yeah that'll so. be good i hope it happens man it's a, it's a great fit for both of them uh all right Nations talk Something that uh, we touched on with JT before you got on the line is uh, Justin Barsha. He uh, he's kind of been overlooked a little bit. He's in MX3. Eli Tomac and, and Hurlings are taking you know a lot the brunt of the uh, of the talk, and then you know can Roxon sneak in there? And it's great to have him rock, rock back and Plessinger and and, and Ferrandis. But Barsha has always ridden very hard and very well at every destinations I've been on that he's been on the team. Uh, he's never the moment isn't too big for him. He's always, I think, uh, really put his best foot forward and ridden, like I said, hard uh, for the team USA. Does do you um, can he can he steal this show, Dan, and and either go one one in his two motos or say like two one and kind of be a little bit of a star of this thing? I, I love Barsha on the team. Like like you said, he's not scared of the moment. No. Like, he's not intimidated by Hurlings or Caroli or any of these guys, uh, which sometimes can bite him because he's just, you know, he can do things that, you know, we say maybe we don't agree on. But uh, I, I like it, and I do think he can win. Uh, I don't know that he's just going to flat out just beat the guys, um, but he's a good starter. And, but I, he's a good team player. I think he'll give up his gate to Plessinger, both motos, uh, or, you know, give his gate to Plessinger and then the other moto it will go to Eli. So I think Barsha will be at a disadvantage in both of his races. So I, I think he'll he'll be the one we need on the team to do the most. I really do. I think he'll be the one coming through the pack and I think he can I think he can win the MX three moto. Yeah. I, I did hear you and J T talk. There are MX three guys like Max Ancy always steps up at this Ugh, event. Come on, not this year. He doesn't always step up at this event. He did last year in the mud on his <laughs> in his home country. Okay, he rode good last year. He's also podiumed some GPs this year, which is pretty good. Uh, I know he's not at his best. I think he podiumed once. <laughs> he podiumed some GPs, more than one. Um, and uh, Jeremy Seward is very good, too. Yeah. Um, he's, he's fast. Uh, I don't think a lot of people in the U.S. have gotten to see him ride on a 450. Uh, he is very good. He'll be on very similar equipment to, to Barsha. So I think there are a few guys that could mm-hmm. get in there. Yeah. But I would say that uh, the MX3 class is the easier of the three, in my opinion, yeah. um, for us. We should get we should use both of Barsha's scores, I would think. Yeah, I would think so, so right? Um, what do you and, – and as we talked about the Hurlings and Tomac thing, I mean, I'm tired of it, Dan. I'm tired of I'm, – I'm looking forward to the race. I'm, tar, I'm tired of saying 
that this is going to determine who's better, who's the better rider. I just, yeah, I, I agree with you on that part of it. I mean, and like JT said, Roxon could easily get in there. I mean, he's been putting in the work. Uh, we know he's a good starter. Uh, we know he wants to prove these guys wrong. He could easily go win the moto. You know what I mean? I do think Hurlings wins. That, I do think that. Yep. that does. But he should be better in outdoors. That's all he rides is outdoors. Mm-hmm. So for all the people that are like, oh, he's better than Tomac, Tomac has to focus most of his years on Supercross, or most of the year on Supercross. Hurlings and the GP guys should be better at motocross. They really should be. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people don't put that into consideration. And, you know, either way, I think it'll be good. I just don't think this determines who's the best. You know, I think Hurlings is maybe the best outdoor rider there is, period. But if you combined what Eli has to do all year, mm-hmm. Eli's an all-around great motocrosser. You know, you look at some of the guys further back, Dan, guys that you and I follow in the GPs that, that could – surprise some Americans. I have some Americans going, who the hell are those guys? Or, or I didn't think this guy was that good. But one of the things when I look at that list, Dan, is is down years. Goche Paulin, kind of a down year. Yeah. Uh, Van Horbeek, kind of a down year. Yeah, he doesn't even have a ride for next year. You know? I, I thought he did uh, the, the 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 KTM thing. So, uh, he might have he might have just got it. Okay. And, but yeah, I mean, but that's yeah. what I mean though. Guys like that and and uh, Noggle, you know, he's had a rough yeah, year, he's had hand, you know, hand old, surgery, yep. things like that. So I mean, there there are some really tough tough guys in here. That Lapino has been Lapino may be one of the better of the Italians with Caroli being hurt. Lapino got the whole shot this past weekend. I think he'll be pretty good in MX3. I would say he's a top five guy, and I'm sure people don't even know who Lapino is. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean. But I do look for a teams. I really think the Venezuelan team is good. Uh, not not like top five good, but yeah. Uh, Lucrucio was really good at Red Bud before he had a bike issue. He was top 10 at the U.S. National. And we've seen what A-Rod's been doing um, in the GPs. And he'll be on a star, uh, star Yamaha bike that they're helping him uh, with his GP team. So he'll be on a good bike. And um, and the other guy, I, he rode actually in Florida this week, and he was as fast as Lucrucio. I don't know who he is. Badioli. Yeah, Badioli. Yeah. So he's an older guy. He's been around a long time, but uh-huh. I, I, they could be solid team. You know, where people would be totally surprised if they came out and they beat like Great Britain, which I wouldn't be surprised in that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Great Britain's going to struggle. I really do. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Watson Watson will be their best guy. Yep. Um, yeah. Hey, when what about Canada? What do you think? JT th- JT's actually not making any B final jokes. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think they'll be in the B final. Uh, I think they'll be in the A main. I think Medaglia is the best Medaglia I've seen in a, in a long time. Um, I watched him in Indiana. I know it was muddy, but you could still watch a guy and tell that he's riding good. He won a national this year. Um, Fasciati, like you said, he can show up on a day and run with the best of them. So, yeah. um, and then obviously Pettis has been very good. So I, I think that this is one of their stronger teams all around in, in a really long time. I think that the the team that a lot of people are overlooking, I've been saying it for months, is the Netherlands, um, just because people overlook Koldenhoff and uh, they have Calvin Valandrin. But I think they're going to be good. I, I know Koldenhoff, again, like you said, has had an off year. He has, uh, yep. One, one of those guys, but he's on. He's a great starter, and at this event, that really does make a difference. I think and, uh, I think they get one or I think they win or get second, Dan. I really do. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I have him no worse than second. Valandrin hasn't been as good the last few races as he as he had been, but uh, I think he'll be fine. I think in the MX2 class, he's probably the the fourth best guy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, I think it's it's going to be a good. Uh, if, so you figure if Hurlings does what we think he's going to do, yep. you know, one or two, and Valandrin is maybe the fourth best MX2 guy. That's pretty good, and one score from Coldenhoff. That's a hard team to beat. You yeah, know? yeah. People so. remember you drop a score, so you you just need you know you really need four solid scores and one guy to do all right. You know, um, no, I like USA, Netherlands, and I'll put Belgium uh, in third. I really do. Uh, this because they're solid. Belgium won't make mistakes, and they're they're all good riders. They're all in good shape. You know, um, and I just think France, it, the Tixier is just a huge. I, I, he's been he's been bad. He's been injured. He doesn't have a team. So yeah, Tix, Tixier uh, uh, again. They're, that's where they're looking at him and going like they did Charlie last year. They're like, we need one moto out of you. Literally, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe the MX three, MX two moto. They give uh, Tixier the inside gate and say, hey, you know, and, and make Ferrandos go outside if I was the team manager just to get that one score out of Tixier. Right. Um, you know? And Switzerland got fifth last year. They got Guillaud, who's certainly got speed. Uh, Killian Auberson, we've seen him over here a bunch. And, and Sewer, like you talked about. Sewer and yeah, Sewer's an upper cover. I think that the first two, I, I, I agree with you, the Netherlands and U.S., mm-hmm. And that next group of France, Belgium, the Swiss, even Australia, I, I don't know much about the Australian guys. I know that obviously they're fast. I just, yeah. I've never got to see Mitch Evans ride. But I think they're going to be good, too. I think they're, they could all battle that that third spot, you know. I think they'll all be close. Um, yeah, well, Berner's stoked on him. Of course, he's very, very biased. But Berner's stoked on his guys, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know? Gibbs is a past champion. Evans yeah. is the current guy who got second behind Ferris. I think they'll, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, no, I'm excited, man. I think this will be, this will be an exciting, exciting race. I really, um, I think the the USA will win, and I think the stars of the event, Dan, will be Puerto Rico. Wh- where are we at with Puerto Rico? And you, what are you thinking? I think it's cool. I, I do think it's cool that they're donating all the money and stuff, and um, I, I think it's awesome. I have no idea how KDF's gonna gonna handle the long moto. I mean, um, Travis has actually been riding and putting in work, though. I mean, he, when he does stuff, he puts his mind to it. I think that. Uh, I mean, I think they make the A main. I think that's the goal, and I think they make it. Wyndham told us on the Pulp Show he has no intention of riding <laughs> on Sunday, so. I don't well, know. they only take two scores to get into the A. Yeah. Right? Yep. So yep. I, I think between Sipes and Travis, I think they make it. I really do. Um. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And Tano Leoc riding his 14th destinations for Estonia. Nice. Good job. And he'll probably hole shot one of the motos. Yeah. Really. Right. No, it'll be good. Uh, Dan, I'm, I don't even know if you're going to have time to watch the races. You're going to be so busy, and people are going to be texting <laughs> you and calling you for help. So it'll be. Uh, I'm hoping the phone service goes out, and then uh, I get everything done in the next two days while I'm there, and I can just go to like Lot B and hang out and meet some friends. That <laughs> is not. Goal. That is not going to happen for you. You are going to. I know. Yeah. I know. But that, I can. One can dream, right? Yeah. No. You will be busier than a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. Luckily, there's no fantasy involved either so you also don't have to devote time to that you know what I <laughs> yeah mean? So. And, Ch- and chad's not there so yeah, like it's all, yeah. like things are on my side <laughs> uh, although you will be taking any and all bets from people on anything on any matter i, I will bet you on anything last year i, I bet um my own italians against team italy because they love italy like we love usa right and uh so i'm sure I'll, I'll win some money off them again because they just they believe caroli is still like you know <laughs> he's he, he wins he goes one one they think they have a, they have a hard time like realizing that a- a- antonio is aging a little bit here and he's getting a little beat <laughs> I'm up like you know tony has a broken arm right and they're right. like no he's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly all right uh dan thanks i appreciate it i'll see you friday and uh, all weekend long can't wait thanks for your support uh of the show and uh uh, thanks for, for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Dan. Okay.
All right, everybody. That's another edition of the Fly Racing Motor 60 Show presented by Pro Taper, Get, and Maxis. Also, my buddy Zach at Plum Creek Funding here in Colorado or Nevada. Tits. Yeah. This is officially the wrap-up of the last show. Officially, that's it. Back in January. See you next year. January of 19 at 11 a.m. Pacific. Pacific. All right. Thanks, Tits. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. See you in January. I was born in